Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Forgotten Feast. Today is Ascension Day, or as it is more commonly called, the Feast of the Ascension of our Lord. But there's reason why some call it the Forgotten Feast. Ascension Day is classed as a church in, in the church year as a major festival which means that it's a day that all churches should have the divine service. It's a day on par with Christmas, Good Friday, and Easter. And the sad fact is, many congregations and many Christians have have forgotten all about celebrating this important feast. Now, we understand why we celebrate Good Friday, Jesus' sacrificial, life-giving, atoning death on our behalf, because of his death on the cross. We understand why we celebrate Easter, because of Jesus' resurrection. The tomb is empty. Death has been defeated. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. But Ascension Day? For many, it's not even remotely on the radar. There are no Ascension Day parades, no Ascension Day sales at the mall. I've never heard anybody say, sorry, we can't make it to church. We're going to go to Grandma's for Ascension Day. So when compared to Christmas and Easter, Ascension just doesn't seem to be that much of a big deal. But Ascension is, the Ascension of Jesus is an important teaching. It is a very big deal. It's part of the creed for a reason. If Christ is not ascended into heaven, we start to have problems. If he's not ascended, where is he? And why should we care about the Ascension. The facts of the Ascension were in our readings and they're summarized in the Apostles' Creed. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. At the end of Luke's Gospel, and at the beginning of Acts, Luke describes Jesus going up from earth into heaven. This Ascension happened on the Mount of Olives and uh, before many eyewitnesses. The days of Jesus appearing and disappearing to the disciples were now over. Jesus now continues his work through the preaching of the gospel. The the ascension is a lasting reminder to Christians that Jesus' kingdom is not of this world. Jesus' ascension into heaven was a public certification for his disciples of his lordship over all creation. When a king is crowned, he already has the power and authority to rule by virtue of his descent. So when Queen Elizabeth dies, Charles immediately becomes king, even before the coronation. The coronation or inauguration simply certifies publicly that he's entering in upon the exercise of the office that's his. 
Jesus' ascension is very similar to this. Jesus' ascension into heaven is his coronation. It's his, it, is the, it is where he is publicly certified as king for all his disciples to see. The ascension proclaims the reign of Jesus over all things. Christ has triumphed. He's like a king returning to his city to sit on his throne there to reign. The kingdoms of the world did become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Now, Jesus reigns over all things. He's achieved victory over sin and death. Death has lost its sting. Sin has lost its power. The law is fulfilled. Christ is conquered by his obedience and his death on the cross. And now he lives and reigns for all eternity. So even though Jesus withdrew his visible presence from us, he still promised to be with us until the end of the world. Christ's ascension is not a physical removal of Christ's human nature to some other spot in the universe. No one thought that Jesus had suddenly become a primitive spaceman, heading off beyond Mars so that if NASA sent out a probe and searched in the far reaches of space, you might find him somewhere. No, he ascended into heaven at the right hand of God. Heaven is simply where God is, and God is everywhere. God does not have a right hand like we do. God's right hand refers to a position of power and authority. And his right hand is everywhere. Paul says, Jesus ascended up far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. So Jesus Christ, always true God and true man, is still with us. And present everywhere. The resurrection appearances of Jesus show this quite nicely. He's here. He's there. He's wherever he wants to be. He's in the upper room. He's on the road to Emmaus. He's in a mountain in Galilee. He appears and disappears at will. And that's precisely the point. He who fills all things can appear wherever and whenever he wills. So this means that in ascending, Jesus has gone away in one sense to be with us in a yet greater sense. The Lord is busy and active in gathering his church, proclaiming his kingdom, sending his spirit, praying for his church, interceding on behalf of sinners. The gift of the ascension is Jesus' continuing presence in the word, the water of baptism, with the bread and the wine. He has arranged everything in the church in order to deliver to you the forgiveness of sins and to keep you strong in the saving faith. Not only has he won for you the forgiveness of sins and salvation by his death and resurrection, But his ascension shows you that he has not left you alone. Jesus has not gone away and forgotten about you. Rather, he's ascended into into heaven for the very purpose of being with his people all around the world, at all times and in all places. And he does this 
in and through the gathering, the ministry of the church. The ascension also certifies that Jesus Christ rules over all creation and he governs and rules as the exalted Lord in the interest of the church for your benefit. Christ will never stop ruling and governing this universe on your behalf. All things work together for the good of God's children. It means that all things are under his control for our good. Christ Jesus right now is ruling all things for the sake of his church. Now, it may look like your life is going downhill, health problems, financial problems, maybe family relationship problems, locked up in quarantine for who knows how long, chaos and confusion careening in our world from one crisis to another. And what about the church? From our perspective, it often looks like the church is on its last legs. Numbers are down, people discouraged. Has Jesus forgotten about us? Has he forgotten about the church? Does he care? The comfort of the resurrection is, yes, Jesus does care. He still is in charge. He's ruling and governing all things for the benefit of the church, both individually and as a whole. So when you hurt, he knows it. Your Lord and Savior, brother Jesus, knows your weakness. And he knows how to give you strength so that you can endure it. Endure it to the end. Though it might seem like the ears of many are deaf to the gospel, they don't want to hear the message, we can rejoice that there are still people out there who are longing to hear the message of forgiveness of sins. There are still precious souls being gathered. So take heart. You don't need to fear death or the devil or the world. Christ lives. Christ also reigns. That same Jesus who gave his life for you will make all things work out for your eternal good. The ascension assures us that because Jesus has gone into heaven to prepare a place for us. Because he came from heaven and is going back to heaven. We can take comfort that he will take us there to be with him when we die. And when he returns to earth at the last, you will be with him. And in the meantime, the church throughout all the world continues his work of proclaiming repentance and the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name until he comes. And may that peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at revfenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at iCloud.com. Look forward to having you with us again next time.